Hey everyone, welcome to the third episode of the Personal Growth Project. There's no intro for this episode because I'm actually working on making a new one now that I have the time, and I am also aware that it has been a very long time since I've made an episode, around two months I believe. So in this episode I'm going to be explaining why I took such a long break, what I was doing on my break, and the things that I learned during those two months that I'd like to share with you guys, and what I hope to implement as I move on into the new year. So we're just going to get right into it. So when I started my break in mid-October, I believe, I was making a lot of positive changes in my life, and I was being really productive, but something still felt off to me. Now, I wasn't really sure what it was, but I knew that there was a problem because even though I was working towards my goals using the goal tracker that I'm pretty sure I talked about in one of the last episodes, um, I still actually didn't feel that excited about it. Like, I would work on stuff, but I never really felt that excited about it, and it really didn't feel like it was bringing me that much fulfillment which was quite alarming to me because working on my goals was supposed to be something that was supposed to bring me a ton of joy and fulfillment, and it just didn't feel like I was getting that um, from what I was doing back then. So luckily, over the past two months, I figured out what I was doing wrong, and honestly, that was just not having any balance in my life whatsoever. And this is actually something that I've struggled with a lot, throughout my whole life, um, I tend to have an all-or-nothing approach to things. Well, at least I used to. So, for example, when I was having a really good month, I would study pretty much all day, I would only eat healthy foods, and I would exercise every morning at the crack of dawn, which was really great, but my all-or-nothing approach was very unsustainable. So I could only keep up that kind of lifestyle for about a month before I get very burnt out, and then I just do none of those things for a month or two. So I'd kind of undo all of my hard work from the previous month just because I would get so burnt out. And that really just boiled down to me not having a good work-life balance and not scheduling enough free time for myself during those months. And Um, If there's anything I've learned during my break, it's that I can get a lot done and in fact get more done if I schedule breaks into my day. And I've actually really enjoyed putting breaks into my day, especially after school when I get home and my brain is super tired. The first thing I do is normally take like a 45 minute break to work out or just watch TV or even just take a nap. Um, It really depends on my mood, but just taking a 45-minute break when I get home actually helps me majorly to focus as I move on with my homework that night and to just feel, like, recharged. Because otherwise, what I would do before is I would get home and I would work, and then my focus, because it was so drained from, like, eight hours worth of work at school my focus would just quickly deteriorate. So, like, probably an hour or two into studying, I would have virtually no focus at all 
and I just feel like quitting. So while some days I was able to push through those urges to quit, most days I would just quit and go to sleep early without doing as much as I should have done. So implementing breaks has really been a game changer to me. And another thing that has majorly helped me is not trying to overly control every minute of my day. Because I know before, I was really into scheduling my day. And I would often, like, schedule out my day, like, the day before or a few days before. Like, I would just schedule out the next few days, like, pretty much every minute of the day to make sure that I was always doing something productive. But actually, that method horribly backfired on me because what I ended up doing was not scheduling enough breaks into my day and just making myself follow a schedule that my body didn't really want to follow, which was horrible for my productivity. Um, You know, the thing with that was that I could follow my schedule and I could study for like five hours straight, but then I would just get this urge to quit and just scrap my schedule and do nothing after that point. And a lot of the time I actually gave into that urge and just kind of quit everything I was doing. And then I made less progress than if I had just taken a more balanced approach to things instead of trying to um, micromanage every minute of my life. So in regards to that, I found that I actually get much better results in terms of productivity when I don't schedule things out And I just listen to my body and mind and, you know, look for cues like feeling tired and use that to decide when I should have a break, as opposed to scheduling a break at 5.30 every day, no matter if I feel tired in that moment or not. Um, Because it actually wasn't very helpful for me when I would schedule breaks into my schedule before, because when I scheduled those breaks... um, They were often poorly timed because, you know, there's really no way to predict how you're going to be feeling 24 hours in advance. And that was my main issue. Like, I would schedule a 5.30 break, and when that break would hit, I would be in the middle of a really good study session where I had really intense focus on something. And getting up to take that break would actually wreck my focus or, like, On the other spectrum of things, um, I would have a 5.30 break, but by like 12, I would be completely exhausted and in need of a break. So scheduling things just really kind of did not work out well for me because it didn't allow me to listen to my body. And I think that the reason that I'm so much more productive and happy in general these days is because I do listen to my body And, you know, if I feel tired, I'm just going to take a break because I've gotten to a point where I can trust myself to come back and get to work after I take that break. Um, I definitely think that before my attraction to scheduling was the fact that I just didn't trust myself to manage my time. So I thought that by scheduling it all out, Um, I would be able to follow through with everything I wanted to do, but I think it actually just made things a lot worse for me. So yeah, enough on scheduling for now. 
So something that has really improved my life over the past two months has actually been living more in touch with my femininity, which if you're a male watching this podcast, you might just want to skip over this part because it's going to be pretty irrelevant to you. But if you're a female listening to this podcast, um, I would say that this has actually been a pretty big game changer for me. So before, in October, around the time I was taking my break, um, I was actually operating with pretty much predominantly masculine energy, which is basically the energy where you're always doing things and you're always being assertive and you're always making things. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with masculine energy as a female, but I think that if you have too much of it, you can definitely put yourself at risk of feeling burnt out. And that's really what it did to me. So being able to incorporate more feminine things into my life actually helped greatly with the burnout. And now I feel like my life is just more balanced and enjoyable as a whole. So I've done a few things to incorporate femininity into my daily life, Um, but the most impactful one of them would be actually putting more effort into my physical appearance. And that does sound really vain, but it's actually very important to me because whenever I wear really cute clothing and I have my nails done and my hair's really nice... I'm just so much more productive than the days where I wear sweatpants and t-shirts to school and my nails aren't done and I just don't look as put together. Um, I don't know if there's any science behind this, but whenever I wear nice clothing, it just puts me in the mood to work hard and get stuff done and just be a better person overall. Because, for example... If I'm wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt, that just kind of puts me on the mood to sit on the couch and watch TV, which really isn't optimal if you're looking to increase your productivity. So yeah, definitely pay attention to what you're wearing and try to wear clothes that just put you in the mood to work and just be a more presentable person to society. Another thing that I've done to incorporate femininity into my daily life has been actually going on evening walks every night. Being in nature is just a really great way to get in touch with your feminine side, and taking walks after school is really a great way for me personally to recharge and take a moment to slow down and just appreciate the world around me. So, normally, I'll wait until the sun sets. And in the winter, I'll go out and I'll just walk around my neighborhood. I'll turn some holiday music on or a podcast. And I'll just look at all the Christmas lights my neighbors have out. And just take a moment to enjoy my surroundings. And I think that going on a walk every day has really improved my mental health. Because during that walk, I'm not stressing out about school or worrying about social things or whatnot. I'm just enjoying the world around me and thinking about the things that I'm grateful for that day. So yeah, definitely walking is a really big change that I've made in my life that I've really enjoyed. So I definitely recommend it to anyone who's looking to just bring a little sense of calmness and relaxation to their day.
And I'd also like to add that the really great thing about going on walks, for me at least, is that even if you're not able to squeeze in a workout in the morning before school, you can always go on a walk. And that's just a really easy workout for anyone to do, but it still ensures that you get your 30 minutes of recommended exercise per day, which is crucial if you're looking to have good health. So definitely walking has kept me in shape, I'd say, because while I may not always have the time for a morning workout or a really long weightlifting session, I can always squeeze a 30-minute walk into my day, and I don't have a lot of mental resistance to going on a walk because it's just something that's easy and enjoyable. And I definitely say that building the habit of walking every day has led to me really just feeling so much more motivated throughout the day and building healthier habits. Enough about femininity. Um, what I'm going to be getting into now before I end the episode are the healthy lifestyle changes that I've made over the past two months that have really helped me and that I would recommend to others. So the first one of those would definitely be staying hydrated, which I know everyone says this one, but um, I really don't think that I realized the importance of it or internalized its meaning until I was actually making sure that I was staying hydrated. Um, Because I noticed that on the days where I was hydrated, I did much better academically, I had much better focus, and I did much better on tests than the days where I was dehydrated. Really, just staying hydrated can have a huge impact on your energy levels throughout the day. And on days where I'm hydrated, I just feel like I never run out of energy and I always have enough energy to get through my to-do list. So that's been a really nice change in my life because before I definitely wasn't drinking as much as I should have. And I think it really made my academic performance suffer. And it just drained me to the point where I felt like I didn't have the energy to even do the things that I cared about or enjoyed doing. And if you really want to go above and beyond in terms of hydration, you can add stuff to your water like lemons and mint. And those things can just kind of detox your body and give you extra energy and extra immune boost, etc., So I would definitely research what you can add to your water if you really want to go above and beyond. But for most people, just staying hydrated will usually be enough to give you an extra energy boost and better focus. So the last lifestyle change that I'm going to be getting into has been paying attention to my macronutrients. So I know that in October I was eating healthy, but I don't think that that was doing enough for me because I was not watching my macronutrients. And really, if you want to have more energy throughout the day, or if you have a goal of putting on muscle, or if you have a goal of losing weight, you need to pay attention to not just how many calories you're eating, but what kind of food you're eating and how many macronutrients you're getting. Um, For me, I want to maximize my energy throughout the day and put on muscle, so I've made sure that I always have more proteins and fats than carbs in what I eat by the end of the day. So just that simple change of 
balancing out my macronutrient ratio has actually made a drastic impact on how I feel throughout the day. Because really and truly, food is fuel for your body. And if you're not giving it the right kind of fuel, you won't get the results that you want. So always make sure that you're eating the right macronutrients for your personal health and fitness goals. Um, I don't know the exact ratios for each goal, but I know that if you want to put on muscle and have more energy, definitely incorporate more proteins and fats into your diet. Because um, I'm pretty sure everyone already knows this, but fats last the longest in terms of energy, followed by proteins, then carbs. Like carbs are just really quick energy that your body uses up quickly or just stores as fat pretty much. So if you're eating primarily carbs throughout the day, you're not going to have a lot of energy. Whereas if you're eating primarily proteins and fats, you're going to have a steady source of energy throughout the day. So yeah, as long as you just pay attention to your macronutrient ratios, you can really make a big difference in your energy. I know that this episode was a lot less structured than my episodes normally are, but I hope that it was helpful to you and you enjoyed it nonetheless. As always, if you have any questions or would like to contact me or give me ideas for future podcast episodes, feel free to DM me on Instagram or email me. Both are going to be in the podcast description. And I really hope that you have a wonderful week. And if you have finals, good luck with your finals. Thank you.